Warning, this podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. And I'm Lindsay Schaefer. And this is Movie Virgins. And today, we're going to be talking about The Departed, Boston, DiCaprio versus Damon, Jack Nicholson, Alec Baldwin, Marky fucking Mark. I picked this movie because it is one of my all-time favorites. I would say, ooh, top 10 to 15. I mean, it's definitely up there. Wow, that says a lot. It, yeah, I, fuck, man, it is. It's really hard sometimes to be a woman who's a, a fan of Scorsese, which we'll get into later. Scorsese, but I fucking love Mark. Just fucking love him. Do you so call much. him Marty? Um, I would if I were to meet him. Okay, I would very much just assume that we basically already know each other. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't remember the very first time that I saw this movie because there was a period of time where right after I saw it I repeated watching it over and over and over and over again like I got in deep I watched it a lot and then over the years of course it's been on television and yeah it's been heavily edited but you know when something's on tv and it you come across it and you just all of a sudden are stuck and you can't move on Mm -hmm. so I've seen so many pieces of it mm-hmm. over the years then um so it's it's a little hard for me to actually remember my very first impression other than oh DiCaprio can be hot because I never really thought he was we need to talk about that I, I figured you'd want to talk about that yeah um and this, my, this is the movie like, like anyway go yeah on. this is the one <laughs> my god what an amazing cast and uh, fucking Scorsese did it again, but uh, he did it in like the modern day, which is not okay. something he typically does. I I just, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit with The Godfather, that I have a real affinity for mob movies. Mm-hmm. Not that this is really the mob, I mean, I guess kind of Irish it's mafia. It's the Irish but... mafia, it's the Irish mob. Mm-hmm. Irish of... mafia doesn't make it's... sense, but yeah. Well, I mean, it does, but it, it is and it isn't. Like it, very loosely based on Whitey Bulger, who was really just a gangster, not, you know, not mob, like. But it has that same, in part because of Scorsese, of course, it has that same feel and that same effect. Um, huge Stones fan. Huge. Probably mm-hmm. part of the reason I love Scorsese mm-hmm. movies, too. Mm-hmm. We really have that in common. But, man, that music makes me feel. So anytime, anytime you overlay Stones, I'm going to feel when I'm watching that movie. And just great performances by everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, Mark Wahlberg goes batshit crazy and I fucking love it. Alec Baldwin goes batshit crazy, and I fucking love it. Anytime. Martin Sheen is there, and he's the heart of it all. He is. He's I the dad. I love it. I, yeah, it's just, uh, it, I mean, it's got it all. It's got it all, with the exception of a true-to-life, understandable uh, female character. 
Which is like why I said it's hard for yeah. me to be a fan of. Scorsese I was thinking about that a little bit though, that she's the only woman and the- it's a fucking nightmare disaster yeah, it was bad yeah yeah and i didn't actually realize this because i i've seen the movie a million and a half times but i don't think i've ever really read like the trivia on it so i, I only read some of the trivia i didn't realize that her character i mean you know that this is it, a loose remake sort it's of. a fucking remake it's i, a did, loose I remake. did not know that and I, when i read that i was you like what the that? fuck no and oh, then yeah. but then i saw that scorsese didn't know it was a remake until he was already tagged yeah and, and it's really so, okay like respect. It, it is but it's not i mean it's totally different but anyway her character was is apparently it have based you seen on, the original no okay her character was based on her character was based on at least two maybe three different women which now that I know that makes perfect sense because she obviously wasn't like a single person throughout right. this entire thing. The other thing that I thought was really funny when I read the trivia, there's a part in the movie when she's moving in with Matt Damon's character mm-hmm. and he she's pulls out, it, yeah, and, well, not at the point where she's fucking him because he's impotent, but anyway, <laughs> um, she, he pulls out her uh harvard diploma and he said something about you know why are you working for the cops right like, you why are you working for the state yeah and in my mind i answered for her which was well it's because i'm a terrible psychiatrist because she's a terrible fucking shrink yeah and when i was reading through the trivia and imdb it said that she actually talked to yes one, i did read this and that he told her that every single thing that madeline does in this movie is wrong <laughs> everything and well yeah no shit so you even i didn't even catch her name in the entire thing, Madeline, just because when they are in the elevator at first. Oh, okay. And she, she says it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't catch her name. Well, um, and I remembered it because he handed her or she handed him the card that had her name on it, and it's spelled really weirdly. There's like an O and a Y in there for no reason. Mm-hmm. It's just absurd. Yeah, her accent too. At first, I was like, "Is she trying to be a do a oh, southern shit. accent?" It was bad. I mean, here's the thing, like. Her accent is terrible because she just kept trying to every once in a while fall into a Boston accent. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Which I, is the it would have been better that, if she had just been a regular, yeah, done a exactly. regular, yeah. We would have gotten it. She's supposed to be highly educated. I mean, it just would have been, okay, so she's not a Southie, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, Same with Jack Nicholson, quite frankly. Like, he, every once in a while, he'd drop the R's and then he'd go right, like, in the same sentence. In the same sentence. But isn't he a New Yorker? I feel like... Well, not the character. No, but like... I don't know. Like, he got away with it. I didn't notice it because it's him. Ugh. Because the crazy overrides. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and Leo at first. Because Leo, it, normally when I hear Leo, he sounds like he's from the East Coast. Mm. He must be from the East Coast. I haven't. I didn't look him up or anything. But um, but I thought his wasn't. I mean, Damon, of course, is doing it because he, he knows lived it. it. He knows it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Mark Wahlberg was doing it. I know. Uh, yeah. God. I was thinking when I, like, I didn't, I, I didn't realize, like, Sheen and Baldwin and all these guys, and I was like, look at, it's Baldwin and Sheen, like, the old generation of studs, and I guess you could count Nicholson in that group, too, and then, and then you've got, like, DiCaprio and Damon, and they're kind of like this, this day, but, but <laughs> where does Wahlberg, comers. where does Wahlberg fall in there? He's, like, kind of in between. You don't think he was, like, a stud? He was fucking Marky Mark. No, no, I mean, like. He was a stud, but do we count him as a stud now? I think, isn't he about the same age as Matt Damon? They're I know, close, but I feel they? like Mark, I don't know. I guess I'm, like, I'm thinking when he was hot was when he was doing the Calvin Klein ads, and then he, um, he was in that movie. You're just saying he, like, hit his hot peak earlier? Right, yeah, and he did that, okay. um, what was it, Fear? Fear, yeah. Fear with Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> yes. Yes. You guys can't see that, but Lindsay just beat her chest. <laughs> um, and then, and then, and then it kind of took a turn for the worse with the happening, and yeah. 
So what are you talking about? All these bees. I fucking Why are they disappearing? paid to see that movie. I didn't pay to see it, but you know what? I've seen it more than once. I saw Okay, well, that's sad. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. I really like it. I, I like Okay, I, oh, no, I it's really awful. like it. I enjoy it. Like I do love him, though. There's a special place in my yes. heart for Mark Wahlberg, and yes. I can't explain it. He's another one of those that I just... Not... Okay, he's great in this movie, but overall, typically, not a great actor. Do you like him better with the haircut he has in this movie, or maybe like a shorter haircut? His haircut in this movie is ridiculous. It is so fucking awful. But it's amazing for this role, again, because he like loses his shit and starts... Like, it just goes all <laughs> over the place, It's, but it's awful. Yes. And he does play a very important role in this movie. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. I, okay. So, like I said, I've seen it a million and a half times. Mm-hmm. Um, you've never seen it. I have not. Well, I know that you tried and fell asleep yeah, at yeah. some point I over wasn't, the years. Because I remember this is under- lending you the DVD like five years yeah, ago. Yeah, and I didn't watch it. Let's, here's the thing. the la- Like, if I did watch it and fall asleep, it's been in the last couple of years. Okay. So, when it came out, I didn't give a shit. Do I care about Martin Scorsese? No I don't. I'm not. That's those are not the kind of movies that I typically I, watch. Yeah, no, I know. And I just want to be clear with you too. I'm watching this movie, and about the middle part, I'm like, you know, there's no sex in this movie. There's just not enough sex in this movie. I'm sorry, there's just not. There, there just there shouldn't have been because the one sex scene is, I mean, great music first of all, but well, it's what was so playing during the sex asinine. Scene? Um, um, now I'm blanking on it. Um, sing it. Numb. What? Numb. <laughs> Numb. Numb? You just, I, I can't think of it. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I just, are you, you're talking Comfortably about, numb. Oh, yes. Okay. Fuck. I don't know no, why you couldn't get comfortably numb Pink from Floyd. me Pink Floyd, yes. But it's not actually Pink Floyd, or maybe it's a live Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd doing a live. Well, it's, it's slightly different. Yes. So that made me really happy, because I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, and when that started playing, and I've been watching Leo's character this whole time kind of going down this spiral, I'm like, music from the wall? That's but, perfect. The scene was, first of all, just again made me go, what the fuck is this woman doing? And secondly, doesn't make sense within the context of the film anyway. And then leads to that absolutely ridiculous, now she's randomly pregnant, even though she's still the skinniest person in the planet. Well, she wasn't that far along. And yet they could tell they that could the, see the thing penis. had a penis. I mean, she was at least 20 weeks, right? Or 12, 20? I don't know when they do that. I don't know. I'm not an OBGYN. Yes, right. But it takes a while. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Maybe she probably didn't really know. She was probably just saying, look, it has a penis to rub in the fact that his doesn't work. <laughs> oh, look. This Shit, one I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's rough. I did, yeah. I didn't feel sorry for him. I, he, I, did, I didn't like his character. He's terrible. You know what? He's I, a terrible shit. I mean, yes, but I, I appreciate the fact that it starts out with him as a kid You see getting how it happens, in. yes. And I think you can... Do I feel sorry for him? No. But do I have a different kind of understanding for him? I yes. guess like, I will he, say. I don't think he was a bad guy. I think he was part of this world. <laughs> and, you know, he makes the, the quip at the end about, like, what? This was... You think I'm, like, a son to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? All yeah. that fucking and you don't have a son and I'm right. your son? All, that's, all that fucking and all that... All those murders and all that fucking and no son. Yeah. So, but no I think... I think that there was a part of him that did feel like this was his father figure. Of course. Yeah. I love, and I also love that every time he called him, he was like, hey, dad. Yeah. That was gross. But, but yeah, so the scene at the end where, not the end end, but where they're at the funeral um, for DiCaprio's character. What was it? Colin Sullivan. Terrible name. Um, that is Matt Damon's character. Sorry, not Colin Sullivan. 
Billy Costigan. Billy. Billy. That's a great name. Billy That's Costigan. a great name. Junior. Yes. William Costigan Jr. Yes. So when they're at William's funeral and she's crying looking at his photo and you see Matt Damon's character kind of start to put the, the wheels are turning. I don't think he knew You don't think he figured all. it out? No. I don't think he had a clue. But he had to have been asking her, her himself, why is she crying at this guy's funeral? Oh, I think he probably just assumed she was still pissed that he lied. Yeah. Yeah. So then when she walks by him and he's like, but the baby. Mm-hmm. Then and the only then did I feel sorry for him because he was completely and totally alone. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, he even said that at one point. He said, if this isn't going to work out, you need to leave me because I'm not going to leave. Mm-hmm. And he made a little joke about, like, you know, I'm Irish, we'll stick it out. But the reality is, this guy doesn't have anybody else. No. He has this this bizarre, you know, criminal family. And he also has the kind of straight and narrow cop family. And he's lying to both of them. Yeah. And he doesn't have any friends who he's not lying to. And he doesn't have, you know, a woman in his life who he's not lying to. He's lying to everyone, which I think is what I, that's what I find so amazing about Matt Damon. I feel like in every scene, you can see that. You can feel that. Like, there are parts where it almost feels very effortful, his performance. And okay. I, it's it's not. It, I mean, I... It looks that way because I think the character is constantly performing. Yes. And I think he does that really well. That kind of uh, understated, you know, I, I'm playing this guy who's playing this guy. Like, you can see you. that, but you, you can also see how other people don't see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the vibe that I got from that from the beginning was he wanted to get out of the shitty life that he had. He mm-hmm. was dreaming of politics, I'm assuming. Um, you I know. think just power in general. Yeah, power and, and legitimate power. Legitimate power. Um, well, I don't know about that. Right. <laughs> so he's not, he's he's got this deal with Frank, but I think it's the kind of the dream for him that he moves up in the ranks he's got this really expensive apartment mm-hmm. like he's ju- he wants the high life and that is what frank costello has that's mm-hmm. what he sees and so that's what he wants but he's doing it in a way legitimately because he's become he ends up being a sergeant in a special unit or whatever and i don't know i but i also see that he would have to perform because he grew up in a shitty part of town for, came from a shitty family is being groomed by this criminal, like who does crazy shit that he can't do in the in the real world. You can't do that stuff in the real world. So I think he he does have to fake it to make it. Like that's he has to hide who he really is, like per, as a person too. I don't think he has. I don't think he has any idea who he is as a real person. I think mean, he's been living this lie his whole life, or since he was a kid. And at that point, he. Probably no, no. What was he like? Twelve years old? You know, no kid actually knows who they really are in life. Mm-hmm. And then you go through growing up like that, where, yeah, I'm sure you're lying to other people if you're working for him or working with him anyway. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was the vibe that I got at least. And, and again, I feel like a lot of that is credit to Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. It's such a long movie. It is. I he, so did it need to be that long? Because of Scorsese, you know. So what? He gets a free pass and he can do whatever he wants. I guess. Kinda. Dude, I just finished watching The Irishman, so I would say, yeah, he kind of gets a free pass <laughs> to do whatever. Everybody's bitching about how it's too. I haven't seen it yet, so um, it was really long, but it also um it spans decades, so there's that. The thing is, is I don't have a problem with long movies as long as. They keep me entertained. And, uh, yeah, his stuff always does. So. 
Like, you know, one of my favorite movies is The Assassination of Jesse James. By the coward Robert Ford. By the coward Robert Ford. That movie is long and slow as fuck. Is that Scorsese? No, of course not. But the point is, is it's a long, slow movie and I love it. Like, that's my jam. Not that this, not that The Departed is slow. Yeah, the Irishman's I, I, slow. I didn't think it was slow. I mean, they had a lot to set up yeah. in the beginning. So you get a lot of the setup and you get to know the people. And then I feel like the action didn't really start until maybe when the Chinese show up. It's hard. Like, it's, I think it's really fascinating that, yeah, there's not a ton of action in the beginning because it is so much setup, but mm-hmm. it feels like there is to me because there's so much just constant tension. Yeah. Mostly with uh, with Billy Costigan. Mostly Leonardo DiCaprio's character. He's just like fucking on edge the entire mm-hmm. time, which I get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably yeah. would be too. Mm-hmm. But because that tension is there the entire time, it feels like there's action to me. I really liked how we got to see them. So they're both at the Academy and then they both go to meet... Martin Sheen's character and Wahlberg's character and the whole time with Damon and those guys the cops just are giving him everything and I was thinking are they really this dumb at one point even Alec Baldwin goes there's some we got somebody we got a mole in the department we gotta gotta figure him out and he was like you know everybody's there are a lot of suspects and he goes you know you've got a perfect record so that would put you on the list of suspects, but I don't think you're, I'm not suspicious of you because I also have a perfect record. But then he also starts lecturing about how's the wedding coming, um, it's good to be married, shows people you're not a homo and that your dick works and that you've got some money. I mean, every- Which is funny because- hmm. <laughs> I know, his dick does, but what does he say? It's working great or something like that? He has yeah. to cover that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought anytime Baldwin is in a position of power- like, if he's just a powerful white dude, mm-hmm. um, I always enjoy it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, so that's, I think, part of the reason why I liked him so much on 30 Rock. He was just this was guy, powerful yeah. white dude and, you know, being a dick to everybody, and it was perfect. But, but yeah. But I he get, does run a fucked up unit. I, I mean, Dingham's the one who points that out to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg, yeah. Like, during the, the introductions with him, he even said, he was like, you guys aren't going to know anything about any of my undercovers mm-hmm. ever. It's because you got so many fucking leaks in this department. Yeah. I, I guess... Yeah, thinking about that, I just, I was like, these cops, either they know something about him, that they keep doing this, that they're, they're trying to catch him, do something bad, or, like, they, because if they knew he was the, if they knew he was working for Costello, then they might have been doing some stuff to try to, they didn't know. to suss him out, but, yeah, they just seemed really dumb. I don't know if it's even that they were dumb so much as, I think there's a sort of inability to believe that something that terrible could really be happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is somebody we trust. Of course he's not bad. I wouldn't even, I don't think anybody would even suspect him because of that. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it's, it is a long movie, but I still end up at the end questioning how long this all actually went on. Like, he even asks him, you know, how long have you been undercover? And he's like, a long fucking time. And you never quite, at one point he don't... says, At one point he says he's been undercover for a year when he's pushing Sheen and Wahlberg's characters to, like, go ahead and figure this out. I think he said, I think it's been about a year or around mm-hmm. a year. But I just feel like you, you just don't, and even throughout the movie, you don't know how long exactly this has all been going on. Because when they're talking <laughs> to Leonardo DiCaprio's character, too, about whether or not he wants to do this, that conversation, that whole time, Matt Damon's character is continuing to grow there. It's not like mm-hmm. it happens at the same time yeah. on the same day. So there's a little bit of... Not not like you can't understand it or can't get it at all, but a little bit of weirdness with the time in there. I think that and the- it, it makes me question, I, you know, you're talking about the cops being dumb. Mm-hmm. Fucking Costello. 
you, this guy comes in and, oh, he's Jackie's nephew. And you're just like, yeah, I'll take him under my wing. Oh, now he's, he's the just, most yeah. trusted guy. He tore his cast off and then beat his broken hand with his boot. Yeah, but he does that. Like, that's just who he is. I don't know. I mean, he questioned it and questioned it and questioned it. I do uh-huh. think that they, he and Mr. French or French or whatever were so far along in the business that they, they were making dumb mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean. I think he also thought he was covered. He had the FBI in his pocket. Yeah, I think that and exactly. And he had Matt Damon in the office. Super I fucking think there cocky. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah, I'm he good. Got super cocky. Because if anything was happening with the cops, he should have been hearing about it from Damon. Mm-hmm. And if anything was happening with the Fibbies, he should have been hearing about it from them. So yeah, I, I um, I did. Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna talk about. We're talking about they're dumb. And talking about microprocessors. Microprocessors. You did say that was something that really sticks out when you think about this movie. Think about microprocessors. I can't hear about, see, read anything about microprocessors without just hearing in my head. Do they even? Hearing in my head microprocessors. They never even get the microprocessors. I don't know what the fuck happened to the microprocessors. We don't know what happens to the microprocessors. One minute they're microprocessors (laughs) and they give fake stuff to the Chinese and he never says what happened to those guys and then at the end they're doing a drug deal and like, I don't fucking know what happened to them. It's pretty funny. Yeah, Leo, that character, I want to say, like, young Leo to me is the sexiest Leo. Leono, Leonardo DiCaprio and- You're talking uh, like Romeo and Juliet? Romeo and Juliet like Basketball Leo. Diaries? Ba- no, I don't know basketball diaries, but, but in older Leo, like Leo today, not 2006 Leo from this movie, I find, and it, part of it is his personal life, I find it a little gross- um, and even in this movie, I found him a little... He needs to stop dating 12-year-olds. Like, yeah, that I, found him, I found it a little bit gross. And he... But in this movie, I was like, yeah, he's sexy and he's a wreck. And yeah. he plays a really great wreck. Yeah. So that scene with Vera from... Is it Vera Formiga? Is Vera that Vera when she when the, When he comes to see her... And they end when up fucking. When she's the, oh, when they're fucking. When I they thought you were fucking. talking about when she's the worst fucking psychiatrist no, ever. when they end up fucking and the, and he's just so, like, he's a wreck and she I, apparently is, I mean, it stands to reason since she's a shrink that she likes to fix fix people. He's exciting, sure. he's interesting, he's dangerous, I want to fix him. He's this undercover cop, right? So I feel like that was the attraction for her. Mm-hmm. Um, that was super sexy and I did have a moment of thinking, because I feel that way about Jack Nicholson. Like, we talked about it with The Shining that he's, He's so fucking sexy. He is not sexy in this movie. No. Seeing an old chubby man with a grizzled look, like with lobster dipped in butter and wine holding a dead man's hand is not something that I, turns me on. In a I, leopard print robe of all things. I love that scene. It's a great with scene. such a It's passion. a great scene. The look on Leo's face <laughs> when he pulls out the hand and you can just tell he's like, oh, I gotta fuck. keep it together. Right. I gotta keep it together. <laughs> Who pulls out a fucking and then he hand goes, at the table? And then he goes and tosses, like, tosses the wire. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, did you just die? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's something about Leo in this movie. And I, 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 at one point I wrote down, Leo is fire and Damon is ice in this movie. Okay. Like, to me, Leo was just kind of always, like you said, he's always in this panic state and he's yeah, always yeah. Just super stressed out and he's always this wreck and he's taking fucking pills and he's drinking wine and he's just... A disaster. Cranberry juice. I know. But no, but at one point he was drinking a bottle of wine and he was taking his mom's oxy plus the Valium or whatever that What's-Her-Face gave him. So he's... Oh, the two pills. Oh, yeah, I guess he... Yeah. He goes goes a little bit off the deep end with the drugs. But 
he is. He's so kind of alive in that feeling and everything. Whereas what you're saying is Damon has to be this fake, mm-hmm. phony bullshitter. And it's just ice cold. And I feel that way about their acting styles too. I feel like Leo is very fiery. And Damon's performances are usually more subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, so I think that they were well cast. The thing that the other thing that I was thinking about um, that I had forgotten to mention was that the timeline. You're talking about how it feels kind of... Not the timeline, but just the way that it is. You don't know when things are happening. So she... Over time, mm-hmm. I yeah. She moves into Matt Damon's apartment, or mm-hmm. Bill, uh, Colin, Colin Sullivan's apartment, or whatever. And she brings that photograph of herself from when she's a kid. And he wants to take it up back to the bedroom to hide it away. Yeah, let's give her this. And then after that scene, there's a scene with her and leo at her old place i assume she took it back home with her because you thought that he didn't want yeah i I was just wondering if they were fucking around with the timeline on us and that was something that we oh i don't think so. because her hair kept changing too i felt i don't i don't know i don't know i I would probably need to watch it again to think about it a little bit more but yeah i never got that feel like things were Mm -hmm. out of out of line yeah um but yeah i liked seeing their both of their reactions to the photograph yeah. It was really interesting. And um, the other thing I wanted to say about the women in the movie, at one point, and it might have been when Leo was in the office with her, and he leaves, he walks out the door and calls her a hot shot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Before she goes to chase him, she's sitting at her desk and she says, fuck, mm-hmm. but it's silenced. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when um, Colin calls, is it? Costello's wife, Frank's wife, mm-hmm. I guess that's his or wife, girlfriend, yeah. to tell her, and she says, and they dubbed over it, mm-hmm. she says, where the fuck's Frank? Mm-hmm. And they dubbed, and I'm like, why can't the lady say fuck in this movie? Like, what's happening? They still do. She still said it. I know, but you don't, you hear why, the, where the, where, well, she says where the fuck's Frank, she says, that her mouth yeah, says where the fuck's Frank, but instead it says, where's the, where's the hell's Frank? I, so that is so far down on my list of beefs with the uh, portrayal of women. <laughs> sure, but I guess, I didn't, I didn't understand why, like, this is a Scorsese movie, like. Yeah, but I mean, it could have just been. Shitty, with the shitty. It could have been anything. It could have just been, I don't like how this sounds in the scene. Or there are too many fucks and we're going to get a rating we don't want. over 200. It was really they violent. They weren't at the line, though. It was very violent. It was yeah. really violent, so. Um. Yeah, and Martin, I loved Martin Sheen. That his death scene—that's probably—I wasn't super shocked by it, but and I know it was probably meant to be shocking. But this kind of movie, like, I never it was really... a shocking death. Still, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's no surprise that he was killed. Mm-hmm. But the way in which it happens, the you know, the look on Costigan's face as he rounds the corner, and mm-hmm. his... and then it's just like boom, yeah, and then he explodes like a blood bag. Yeah, well, that happens. But yeah. It, DiCaprio man I don't know how he didn't win an Oscar um that was the same year as Blood Diamond I think so he got I think he got nominated for Blood Diamond Mm -hmm. but not well also it was so packed full like it was considered an ensemble film so Mm -hmm. I don't know if he was ever even put in for best actor Mm -hmm. and supporting actor I mean Mark Wahlberg got nominated because he's fucking amazing. He did get nominated. He didn't win because they win. won. So I think Scorsese won Best Director at Golden Globe. The movie won like Best Movie, Best Screenplay in the he, Oscars. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think he won Best Director Oscar. I thought he did actually. Yeah, we can look that up. But yeah. So do you like? So you you like mob movies? I do. Do you have a? And they kept saying guineas, yeah, and I finally Oscar. figured out that. 
Who did? Scorsese he, won the Oscar. He won the Oscar yeah. for Best Director. You, did you not know that that was Italians? No, I figured it out. Oh. I figured it out. After they, because what, it, they killed, so, I don't, so why did Leo kill those two Italians in that store? He didn't kill them, he just well, beat them up. Well, why did he beat them up and then Frank killed them, but. Because they were there. So, he, I mean, the is whole goal of him. Himself? Yeah, he's, okay. he's trying to show the fact that he still is part of this, this culture and this town. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, here are these strangers coming down from Rhode Island and to trying to yeah. <laughs> fleece these guys. Like, yeah. yeah. So he he beats him up, breaks um, his hand, which I love the fact that he breaks his hand in the process. Mm-hmm. How many movies do you see where people, people just get into just, fights and they're and, yeah? Come on. Although it did heal really fast, it's pretty easy. You and I know it's it's pretty easy to break your hand unless you punch right. Oh yeah, I fucked up my wrist <laughs> just yeah just working a bag. Yeah. So. Connecting with a guinea's fucking head. I don't know, man. So, yeah. yeah so, I, I didn't know what guineas were at first. So, so if you had to choose between the Italian mob or the mafia <laughs> and the Irish, who would you pick? Because I know you love Boston. Um, I do. I feel like... I First of all, to be clear, I do have some Irish blood in me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like that's where I should lean. But I don't drink very much. And I feel like that's almost a prerequisite. A, yeah, for the, the Irish. And I was about to say I'm not as fiery <laughs> uh, because there's a, a lot of temper that goes into to a, an Irishman. Um, but I've, actually, I have a lot of temper. But there's a lot of, like, there's fiery Italians. There are fiery Italians. Sunny sure. in the Godfather. Oh, I thought we were talking about stereotypes here. Oh. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> But you know, I have dark hair. So is the stereo so. is the stereotype that the mafia are more cool headed and they, wiser and smarter, and they're not doing these low level drug deal bullshit. If, if you're talking about the well, it depends how far back you go. I mean, the difference, the main difference, really is when you're talking about the Italian mob is it's the history. Mm-hmm. It's like talking about the Catholic Church versus the Lutheran Church. The Catholic Church, they feel like they they know best. You know, they they got the corner market on Christianity They're because the Italians? they started it. Well, I mean, yeah, technically. Okay. <laughs> Where's the Vatican? And then the Irish but, and the Lutherans? Yeah. The difference between the Irish so and the... So there's just this idea of, I started this and we're better organized mm-hmm. and we know what, we are, what we're doing and you guys are just a bunch of, you know, lunatics running around just kind of doing the best what, you can. What, nailing 95 theses on your fucking church? Because you deserved it, you fuckers. Sure. Just like that. Martin Luther was a smart man. P.S., the difference between the Irish and the Lutherans is that the Lutherans are a bunch of German teetotalers. So, at least where I grew up. Let's just say Protestants. Okay, Protestants. <laughs> Baptists? No, fuck that. Whatever no, the fuck no, you no, want no. to say. No, no, no. Lutheran Church. I'm here for it. <laughs> so, w- if you had to pick between this and The Godfather, you would pick The Godfather? It's still in, like, The Godfather or Godfather Part Two or The Saga or whatever you want to say is going to be above or below um above in terms of how i yeah like if i'm if i'm saying my favorite movies mm-hmm. if you're picking between like say these and this godfather's number two okay um and this one i mean i i'm not you know necessarily writing a list out at this moment but i'd put it at like number 10 okay so, so but that being said it's a lot easier to watch this movie like it's a lot easier to get drawn in to get into and just, it. Yeah, it does do the thing. It's uh, it's not telling you everything. There's not all this exposition up front. You have to figure things out as as you go, which keeps you interested. That's fucking Scorsese. Yeah, and That's there's what he does. and there's lots of twists and turns and like a lot of oh, there were so many really great scenes. Um, when 
when they're in the fucking uh, porn house or whatever, and uh, Jack shows up. Was that a real dick? That was not supposed to that be his That was a strap-on. Action. Okay. He, and he, that was his idea. He was like, we're going to do this in a porn house, and I'm just going to wear a strap-on. It'll be cool, right? Okay. <laughs> did, I, but just I was, the same way that the random handfuls of coke being spread out among everyone that was that oh, was all with the Jack women? Nicholson yeah with, I hated that 100% I hated Jack that Nicholson. moment it was so dumb it doesn't make any like, fucking sense they're in the opera the red lights on him and yeah. then he's in a room and he's like, like here I am watching this crime crime drama that barely even involves him because he's just an old fucking lunatic FBI informant and now we're gonna go and you're gonna show me how this old crazy that's man why I'm has saying a shit ton it's of coke too long and, I didn't need the scene in the diner with the fucking nun either I didn't need any of that well I mean that had you may not have needed the part where he was going over there and talking to them, no, I guess. No, it I mean. was all dumb. I, that whole scene could have been cut out in the movie. It still just have been just as good. The scene of him at breakfast with the lobster and the wine in the hand was all I needed to know. It was enough. So I'm just going to go ahead and say Scorsese's being a little heavy-handed with his character development. I think a lot of that was uh, not necessarily him, but knowing how great Jack Nicholson is and just letting him go. I think a lot of it was that. Like, the, some of his stuff was improv too, and... The character Frank Costello was supposed to be a little batshit crazy, so I think he, I think he just gave over to Nicholson a little bit too much at times. Excuse me, the film, and I will snip it, snip it with the scissors, and we'll have a better movie. Anyway, so the scene where he's in the house, and then um, Leo shows up, and he's chasing Damon through the streets. That was really great, but I think so. You're waiting this whole time for Damon and Leo to find out and and get together. And the first real moment of contact that they have is that phone call. After Sheen is dead. That's so good. It's such a good, where the phone rings and it's bloody and then Leo picks it up and there's nothing and he hangs. Ah! I love it. There's just nothing but silence and acting and it's perfect. Silence and acting. And then they... (laughs) Wait, is that what they were doing? And then they... And then they, uh... And, and then they do talk to each other. And then and then uh, Leo, when he finally figures it out, he has his, I wrote it down, it was his Kaiser Sose moment when he sees the Citizens, Citizens Trust envelope yeah. on the desk. And then he figures it out. And then fucking uh, Damon comes back and he realizes that Leo knows. And then they have that big standoff at that building. They meet up. But not before. So Leo's character sends the tapes and her dumbass opens up the envelope. And she, of course, is thinking like, oh shit, he's going to blow my cover and that we had this affair. Right, so I get why she did So it. that's a great twist, right? She thinks it's going to be about the affair and then she listens to the tapes and it turns out this asshole's been lying to her the whole time. And then I'm thinking... Which you think, but... I here's, You know, I don't know that she would really have even thought that... Like, how involved are you with his work that... I honestly, I could I have heard that. she suspected some things. I could have heard that and he could have told me like, yeah, this is my work. You know, I, I'm, I'm in intelligence and we're I doing something. And I would have been like, suspicions. maybe you're right. I, I think she know. had some suspicions. Well, she shouldn't be having she suspicions. She, she should be focusing on her job because she's shit at but it. But she knew that Castigan was an informant. Like, she knew that he was undercover. I mean, I, it made sense to me. Uh, what did she No, she didn't. She didn't know that. He came to her as a criminal. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was. She- no. Oh, I thought she knew that he was undercover. No, that was part of his... Because he kept asking her about, like, that was part of his lie parole. and all Because of that. he even said, he he said something about, uh, oh, you see cops, about the cops, too. Yeah. Yeah, you see cops, too. Oh. <laughs> like, and not me. But yeah, and I get, um... Which is another reason why... It's just... She's... He just... I just don't think that Martin Scorsese would understand the motivations of a woman if they bit him in his old fucking ass. No. I just... 
No. It kills me. And here's why it kills me. Because a woman, I don't know if you're aware of this. I don't know if all of you are aware of this. But a woman mm-hmm. is a person. But a person with a vagina and not a penis. Which, incidentally, does not matter. It's As true. Opposed, so, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think that the most empowering movie of the last 10 years or so for women is Black Panther. And the reason why so is because women. all of the women in it are strong characters and nobody once stops in the middle of the movie and says, look at that woman. Oh, she's so she's strong. So she's so strong. Oh, she's so tough. Oh, I'm so surprised she that that woman She does such a good can... job at this for a woman. Right. It's just, <laughs> it's almost as though they wrote a character mm-hmm. as a human being mm-hmm. and then cast a woman. <laughs> and guess what happened? She did the fucking job. Because women can do that. I want to see, because I love Martin Scorsese, I do. I wish he would just write a movie, write it with men in mind, since apparently he thinks that men are completely different. And then just do a gender swap. Cast women. Guarantee fucking T would be a great movie. It'd be I'm a sure. great movie and nobody would be saying, oh, I don't think that woman ever would have done. Yeah, because women don't curse. Women don't talk about sex. Women don't do drugs. Women don't commit crimes. Mm-hmm. Women don't kill. Women don't do all of these things. I'm a fan of all of the, not all those things. I'm not a fan of killing. <laughs> but, Killing's the best. Yeah, that's great. Or drugs. Or, anyway. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of all of his movies. Imagine how big a fan I would be if there were even one character that I could, as a woman, identify with. I don't think you can be a bigger fan. You seem like you're a pretty big fan. I am a big fan, and it, but it still hurts. No, it, it hurts. Sucks. It sucks. It's. I think he's writing these movies. He's writing. He's directing. Well, he's he didn't directing, write this yeah, one. He's yeah. directing these movies, and he. But they obviously call out to him, and while he's mm-hmm. not writing them, he's crafting. He's crafting them. them right. I'm watching it, and I'm. What I actually was thinking at one point was like, man, I want to work at a place where we all just give each other shit. For being pussies, that's and true. we call. We, oh my god, that like, part. We're the like, part just where he fuck goes, you. They were asking about like, oh, where are the cameras out back? And he's like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, oh, I'm the guy who does this fucking job. <laughs> you must be the other guy. And you know then, how many times I want to say that to people? But then, but then later on, Baldwin's like, can we talk? Can I talk to you for a second? And, and then he just stands up and he just fucking just smashes his face in. But I love that they're always kind of ribbing each other and giving each other shit. Everything that Wahlberg says is perfect and I wish I could just quote him right now all the great lines he says (laughs) at one point at the very beginning of the movie like I think it was DiCaprio's in there and he's just like well whoopty fucking do no it was Matt Damon yeah because he was saying like oh yeah congratulations on becoming detective yeah whoopty fucking (laughs) do whoopty fucking do yeah like that kind of inside of that world where men are men and they're you know just yeah but newsflash (laughs) Women are like that, too. But these men don't want their women like that. No. They want them... What they want is a woman who will sit by and ask no questions, mm-hmm. marry them so that they are able to show the world that their dick works. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So, and and the, throw, tell the world they're not homos. Throw them some Valium and a couple of fucks every now and mm-hmm. then. Boom. Boom. Good to go. So when she finds out, when she finds out that... Uh, that Damon's been working with Costello because she listens to the tape. She doesn't seem afraid of him. That I didn't understand either. Why would she be? I don't think she knows what's going on, though. She knows that she's he's been working with Costello, who is like this big Irish mafia mob guy. So, first of all, I don't think that they... He didn't say, you know, 
hey, this is Frank Costello, begin recording now. <laughs> I don't know how she would have known that it was Costello who he was talking to. And second of all, I don't think she would have known who Costello was. What do you- why, why would she? It's not like he was in the papers all the time. He's not, you know, the most wanted. He's just a guy who is running. I don't know. I guess I just, running- in my mind, I'm like, why are you not afraid of him? I, I just, why, why isn't she afraid of him? She wasn't afraid of him. She shut herself in the room and that was kind of it. Because he can't even get it up. I do think he's a big pussy uh, with the women. I think so. I, Yes. Speaking of being a pussy, we did not need the scene of them eating dinner together and getting that ridiculous dessert because it was completely unnecessary. Here's what I do love about that scene. Like, my my favorite part of it is when he was talking about, you know, oh, they have this, but they don't have duckle orange. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, did you not like your, your dinner? And he's like, well, no, I just, you know, I figured since it's a French restaurant. I feel like that tiny little exchange was a real insight into his character. Mm-hmm. That tiny little exchange was telling me, he wants to be that guy. Yeah, he, he wants, wants to be more. Yes. He wants to be the kind of guy who, I know a French dish, a fancy French mm-hmm. dish, and I'm going to take this woman to a fancy French mm-hmm. restaurant, and I'm going to have my fancy French dish, yeah, and it's they going don't to even be have wonderful. It. They don't even and have I can't it. believe yeah. they don't even have it. Yeah. So, so, who do you? <laughs> I'm just going to ask my question. Just go for ask. it. Who's hotter in this movie? This to me is. Wahlberg doesn't get it because the haircut is gross. <laughs> no, I, no, it is peak DiCaprio for me. Okay. This is it for me with DiCaprio. He wins on the, he wins the sexy award for this one. And it, and I feel like it's that kind of, he's a disaster, but he's still sexy and you want to fix him. Maybe I want to fix him. I don't know. Um, there is, I think she even says at one point, your vulnerability is really freaking me out right now. Yes. Well, I got to tell you, sister, it didn't freak me out at all. I fucking love it. I love it. Lindsay, I think what she was actually saying was, your vulnerability is making me wet. Yeah, I think so too. But, uh, well, I mean, obviously it turned <laughs> out that way. Yeah, this, there, okay, so if we're talking like top DiCaprio movies, number mm-hmm. one for me, for sure, The Departed. Okay. Um, <laughs> What's Eating Gilbert Grape? I He's just great. think. It's great. I think that is one of his best performances and it was so early in his career and and it was obviously a very different Mm -hmm. performance Mm -hmm. um but i i can't stop loving him in that um shutter island speaking of scorsese i love love shutter island and in inception i don't think you can count on inception I didn't think he was very sexy in that one, but well, in I did fairness, like that movie. Tom Hardy's and Tom there, Hardy and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's a tough. Crowd and I'm to not play in. to be clear. I was actually talking about performances, not just <laughs> like fuckable moments. So I'm just thinking but... fuckable moments. Um, so for me, probably I love him in Titanic. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll save it for another day i really 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 enjoyed him in romeo and juliet and that's probably one of my favorites just because i love he's just so whiny well i mean that's not even his fault that's that's romeo and juliet but i think it's just and i to be clear i love so well i loved romeo and juliet too because i was what 13 or so at the time so i Mm -hmm. mean how can you not but and this summer we saw him in um oh my god yes once upon a time in Hollywood, so I completely good. forgot. He's so good in it. Once upon a time in Hollywood, blew my, he blew my fucking mind. Like the movie's great, sure, but he was great. his performance when he was alone in the trailer. <laughs> yes, and he just looks at himself in the mirror and he's like, "Get your shit together." <laughs> I just fucking love it so. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, love him so much. He's wonderful. 
I totally forgot about that. <laughs> He's wonderful. So, so yeah, and um, I, I've kind of been. I don't know. Damon is kind of this kind of milk toast kind of just. He's not. I mean, he's done some good stuff. I really. Goodwill Hunting is a good movie. It's not my favorite. I think Matt Damon's great. I think the reason why you don't always think of him is because he is more understated. Yes. So he's not doing the crazy characters that Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson's doing. Mm-hmm. So you don't always remember how wonderful he is. But the talented Mr. Ripley. Yes. He's wonderful in that. Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. I will forever stand by the rainmaker i'm not saying it's a great movie. i watched it again like a couple weeks ago it was and the first time i he's ever really good at it it wasn't the first time i saw matt damon because mm-hmm. of course school ties but i didn't really know who he was then mm-hmm. but the rainmaker holds a special place in my heart it's but i feel like he anytime you see him even if it's a relatively small role even if it's almost like a side character he still is just such a wonderful person Mm-hmm. Like that, I think is his thing. Except in this movie, he well, no, I mean he's a terrible person in this movie. But I mean, like he—that's what he does. Is he plays people? He doesn't play characters. Mm-hmm. I think there are so many actors who get a lot of acclaim for playing out there characters. But when you really get down to it, was that character a real person? No, that character was ridiculous. I'm looking at you, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> but Matt Damon is always, even if the character's kind of out there, like talented Mr. Ripley, he's mm-hmm. still always a person. You still get it. Like I said, in this movie, I still, I can see in his eyes that he is lying to everyone in his life. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is is an amazing trick for an actor to accomplish. I just didn't, um, like I saw him in Downsizing. That movie is so bad. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Why would he pick that? It's bad. I don't know. Maybe he's bored. So, if, so, so <laughs> we've been talking about this for a while, but who's a better actor? Who has more range? Um, I think... Like, could Damon have done what DiCaprio did in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I think he probably could. I, th- I, th- I think that Matt Damon typically, again, he is typically more understated. But I think he has the ability to do the more... Um, energetic i guess kind of so to speak he does, and he does some energetic things in this movie sure he gets into fights with people he yeah. yells I, I i don't get the feel from him that he is not capable of mm-hmm. doing that whereas with dicaprio he does a lot and he does it well but he's not great at being an understated normal person i don't think he does a hard head to i don't know that he could do understated i don't know that i've ever seen him do understated but i was thinking when we first started talking about this i was like trying to think you know could he do this could he do that so I was like thinking, okay the martian no i don't think leo could have done that never in no. a million years and why because he's a he's a regular guy he's just a guy mm-hmm. and i that's one of my top 15 as well i really fucking love that movie so I've seen much it once it was all right oh, i love it so much it's been a while. It's it's just uh, no matter where I come into it, like if it's on television or something too, no matter where I come into it, I find myself watching the, mm-hmm. all of the rest of it. Um, yeah, and that's a testament to Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. That's a testament to him being. Oh yeah, he carried that entire movie himself. A real guy, though. Yeah. Like, like so quite you... frankly, I never saw Castaway. I had zero desire to see Castaway. I still don't want to see Castaway. I don't want to see Tom Hanks talking to a ball for two hours. Wilson? Like, I don't give a fucking shit about one guy. 
And that's how I thought I would feel about The Martian, too. But I went ahead and watched it because mm-hmm. everybody said it was great. It was didn't, great. Yeah. Didn't bother me at all. Not, I mean, of course, it's spliced in with other scenes from other people, too. But still, like, it, when he was there, I felt like he was, he was just, uh, I don't know. He wasn't talking to me, but, he, you know, like, I got that feel from him that he's just that guy who I know. Do you think that, so, uh, DiCaprio has done some period pieces, like he did The Man in the Iron Mask. Do you yeah, think that do that. you think that Damon could have done something like I thought for long I thought long and hard if Damon could have done he what, did that movie uh, Great Wall I never oh, saw I'm not it. fucking watching that can no you, I have but, no desire to see it, but it was with, a period can you imagine him with long hair even he had it in that didn't he, he di- I don't think he did I man. think he did I don't think he did he took a lot of shit for that movie yeah well as he should have like I said I I haven't seen it and I don't intend do you to. think that Damon so I thought long and hard about whether Damon could have done what DiCaprio did in Leonard in uh, Romeo and Juliet, and then I watched The Rainmaker, and he does have really good chemistry with Claire Danes. So yeah, I think he yeah. could have done. I think he could have pulled it off. Yeah, um, he gets a ponytail. A po- what? No, that's a terrible wig. That's I don't a terrible know what to tell wig. You. So, terrible wig for a terrible. So movie, I, I assume that DiCaprio is a method actor. I just assume that because he strikes me as such. Yeah, I, I doubt so. that Damon is. Damon seems like too much of a normal I don't nice think, guy. I don't think he needs to be. I think yeah, that's that's his thing. Is so he think just, he's just a really talented actor. He just plays people. Mm-hmm. I think you don't have to necessarily be um, a method actor when you're playing people. If you're a person, I think method acting comes into it when you you're being a you're not playing a person. You're... you're playing a mob boss. Well, you know, or you know, uh, yeah, a, a character. That's what I mean. Daniel Day Lewis is a uh, is a method actor, sure, and he's played people like who? Lincoln was a person. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Lincoln I, is a character. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Lincoln was a person. I yeah, get what you're he's saying. A he's playing like not some bombastic right. whatever yeah. or some famous person. Yes. I get it. I get it. The fucking China movie is just was terrible. I didn't see it, and I'm not going to see it because it seemed like a bad yeah, no, idea. I, I you know when you you watch a preview for a movie and you're like, why the fuck and how the fuck did this get did this happen? Yeah, I feel that way. Uh, and people, a lot. you just know. I feel like I can just tell by looking at the the trailer whether it's going to be bad or good, or I'm just going to be lukewarm about it. And I don't understand why the people who made it can't look at it and be like this is terrible or people are just going to be lukewarm about this or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's how I'm blinded to the success of this podcast. If it is successful, please make us successful. Because um, right now I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe it's maybe it's all of us. Maybe it's the creators. Martin Sheen in this movie Ugh. was just wonderful as like the dad, kind of like the older, so such a good, sweet person when Leo shows up to his house and he's going to give him some No, food. come in, come in. We're going to have, yeah, we'll get some to eat. Like, I'm, why did he have to die? I know. I'm in deep, like mid-season five right now of The West Wing, which I've seen all of them already, but mm-hmm. you know, it's been 10, 15 years. So seeing martin sheen again like not that i didn't i love i've loved him in this movie for years of course but seeing him again last night it was like he's just the best Mm -hmm. and to be fair i don't really love him in everything Mm -hmm. um all of the sheens are kind of i would argue mediocre charlie and two and a half men was mediocre what the fuck man that entire two and a half men i wouldn't I wouldn't even call that, mediocre is far too good a word. Somebody for needs two to burn that so no one ever has to watch it again. Oh, man, 
so can you explain it? So, so Sheen dies and there's all of this stuff where like DiCaprio is there and they're like get in the car and there's the shootout with the cops and then they go back to the hideout and they've got the one cop who's dying. Mm-hmm. And he says, I said the wrong mm-hmm. I gave address, you the wrong address. And but you came to the right one. But you still came. And then he says to him, ask me why I didn't say anything. Right. Why didn't he say anything? Well, if he actually was a cop, he didn't say anything because he was a cop. Now, whether well, what do you not... mean he didn't say anything because he was a cop? Well, why would he say something? If he's a cop, he's going to say like, oh, this guy didn't show up. He's going to try to turn this guy in. Maybe he already knew that he was a state police too. Maybe he didn't know, but he still assumed that maybe this guy could have been a rat. Why would, but why would he turn him over to the bad guys? So if he was a cop, he wouldn't have said anything because he yeah. wouldn't turn him up. But if he was, if he was playing both sides sure. in Costello's pocket... Maybe that's why he didn't say anything. Because he didn't. Because you don't want to just shoot your load if you're playing both sides, right? Interesting. So... Or maybe... That was Maybe it was just something that they threw in there that didn't mean anything at all. So I think maybe that was supposed to be... Maybe that's supposed to be a hint that there are more than one on both sides. Because at the very end, we find out that the guy who Damon brought along with him... um, James Batchdale. Was playing... Was was working for Costello too. Which fucking re- like okay i'm sorry but even if we are like best friends and we both work for this crime boss and you didn't know it i'm not helping you out because i'm gonna assume i'm gonna get a fucking bullet in the head right you think i'm gonna kill other people and then come to you and say it's just the two of us now trust no one no no it's just me it is just <laughs> me <laughs> also at the so the drug deal's going down and everybody's the cops are descending on the place and DiCaprio kind of runs off. He gets out of it so he can run away. And it ends up being kind of the showdown between Damon and... It's just a clusterfuck. Right. Yeah. It is a cluster. So... And that's <clears throat> another one of my favorite scenes is when Damon's back in the office and he's listening to all the shit go down. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he hears yes. that somebody's been shot and all the shit's happening, he just turns the radio off, turns the lights off, and just stands there. Yeah. I love that was a so good moment. Much. So good. So, yeah, he just can't, he just, I just can't deal, can't deal with it. Yeah, that's when the shootout between the, that was the shootout after Sheen died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the shootout. Oh, you're talking about that. I'm end. talking about Sorry. the shootout at the end. So, um, and Damon is, Damon's character is there and he has this moment with Jack Nicholson's character mm-hmm. who's been shot. I'm like, Jack's been shot in the liver. He's not going to make it for much longer. <laughs> His liver was he hanging needs, by a thread anyway. He needs some help. <laughs> and um, I was wondering if DiCaprio was going to come back and save him. And I was also wondering if Damon had somehow masterminded all of this so that he could kill Costello and take over his empire. Oh, no. He's not smart enough to do that. no mastermind at all. No. It's just a bunch of dumb people playing both sides. It really pissed me off. Well, and, but I, so here's the great thing about the mastermind element, though, is the only person in the entire movie who ever says, yeah, I think I could do what you do, is Costigan. When he's talking to him, when when Costello and yes. Costigan are talking, yes. and he's like, "You think They're you could do to what I do?" If he's a rat. Yeah, and he's he says, like, "Yeah." To yeah, to be honest, yeah, I think I could do. I don't want to, but I could do it. Nobody else. I don't think anybody else even thinks that they, they could, could do, do that. What he does, yeah. Even Damon. Damon's happy. No, just I yeah, I don't being think, his bitch. Yeah, and well, he's not happy. Look at him. The man's clearly not Whoa. happy. I. But I don't think he wants power. But mm-hmm. I don't think. First of all, I don't think he would know what to do with it if he actually had it. 
and he's been conditioned that way, of course. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I don't think he really has a clue what that even looks like. So here he is looking at, you know, being, a, maybe I could be a politician someday. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to have this great dream. You know, yeah, this is where I'm going to grow up and become this. I don't think he actually has any kind of plan in mm-hmm. place or knows even really what he wants. It's just power, power, power. And then when he's met with that kind of power you know, he, he doesn't know what to do with it. Like Mm -hmm. he doesn't, like I said, the shootout happens after Martin Sheen is killed. And what does he do? He turns off the radio and he sits in the dark. Like he can't handle it. He also didn't go the way it was supposed to go. He gets the phone and he's going to make the phone call. And what happens? He doesn't say a fucking word to the guy. He hangs up. He doesn't intend on calling him back. He looks at the phone. He looks at it like he might call him back, but it's Billy Costigan who calls him back. Right. So what you're saying is, He's the pussy in all of this. Yeah, absolutely. He's a true rat. Yeah, he's a true rat. I did like fucking Sammy the Bull Gravano. That's what he's like. I'm wondering too, like all of um, Nicholson's little drawings. If he actually drew them himself, if that was another Nicholson thing. Like I want, uh, I want this guy to be just a (laughs) sketch artist. I assume any random bizarre shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I want to be sitting at breakfast. With a glass of wine and some lobster and a leopard print robe and you hand me a dead yes. man's hand in a like plastic bag. That is what I would like. That was so good though. <laughs> it's so really, good. And it's he great. wrestles the ring <laughs> off and he's like, here, give it to the widow. Yeah, give it to his wife. Um, yeah, so that, and then in the very final scenes, so, well, not the final, final scenes, but so, um, Costigan sends the tapes, calls Sullivan, they're going to have this meetup on this roof or whatever. Yeah. I'm not sure why he decides it's a good idea to meet on a roof after what happened Martin Sheen. But he, but, you know, he wanted his identity back. I understood why he decided to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, because the whole, when he started packing his bag, I was like, run, just And run. he should have. And he should he have. Should've. He should have. Honestly, he never should have left that room. Okay, so uh, the office. So he sees the citizen's envelope. Citizen's trust, yes. With an E. If that guy left it out, one of two things happen. Either he's a fucking moron. He's a moron. Or he knows and he's trying to fuck with you. Well, if he knows and he's trying to fuck with you, why would he do it here at the police department? When mm-hmm. he know he's not going to kill you. He's not going to hurt you here. Like, there's no way he's going to do anything with you here. So that leaves the other option of he's just a fucking moron. So just let it play out. Yeah. He's about to bring you your identity back mm-hmm. and pay you. Yeah. Take what you can from him. Get out. If you want to kill him later, cool, whatever. But get your stuff up front. But but Leo doesn't. You're right. He, if he he has to make an assumption there that he's an idiot, and he couldn't trust him. And that's probably because he's been abusing his dead mother's oxycontin. That's my guess. He's not thinking clearly. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, I, I guess uh, the other thing I was wondering about Leo's character. Why? So his dad worked what at the airport or something, mm-hmm. and then his uncle Frank was with the mob. Not Frank. Um, not Frank. Jackie. Jackie. Uncle Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he was a gangster. Yeah. I mean, like he did stuff for them. So did they? They weren't one hundred percent clear did on they what he did. Respect his father. They obviously respected Jack. Frank. Did they obviously respected Jackie? Well, I don't know that they they liked Jackie. Jackie was a part of them. Mm-hmm. Jackie was one of them. Um, Frank, at least, yeah, he definitely respected William Senior. He said that. He said as much. But why? Because he knew that he was a strong-willed, tough person. That's what he said when he was sitting down with him, when he was sitting down with Billy and he said, you know, yeah, if your, if your Uncle Jackie saw me sitting here with you, he might kill me or mm-hmm. whatever. And he was like, yeah, if your father saw me sitting here with you, he would go through a dozen men to get to me just to kill me. And he, he would do it too. I know he would do it. But he was not in the mob. 
that doesn't mean that he's not. So he just respected him yeah, as a man. As a, exactly. Okay. Because so, that was, he even, he made that same point then too of because your father, because I respect your father mm-hmm. and he made the choice to not be part of this, mm-hmm. I don't want you to be part of this. That was when he was like, why don't you go back to school? <laughs> don't be here doing this shit. You have a real chance at life. So, did you know at the end, could you see what was going to happen? Or were you surprised? I was surprised. You're talking about... Uh, Leo and the elevator. Yeah, I was surprised. The first time I saw it, I was surprised. And what, that one still... What did you think? I thought, I mean, I thought we were getting to the end. Like, did I think he was going to get away with arresting him? Not necessarily. I thought he was going to get away, though. He was, but yeah, he was exactly. the person thought, you're rooting for the entire right. movie. So, yeah, I thought it would mostly work out um so and the way it's done is so good that it's just a split second you know the doors open and boom and you're like oh shit um yeah i fucking love that scene too because even seeing it as many times as i have it's still it always gets me not in a surprise way but like Mm -hmm. it it always hits because you have been for two and a half hours now Mm -hmm. you've been living life along with this guy who you you learn to love but you also uh, can identify with his anxiety, his level of, of stress. And you feel like you're so close. Like here, this guy's been just teetering on the edge the whole mm-hmm. time. And he finally figured it all out. He's got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Frank's dead. Like he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. He's in the clear for the most part. He just has to, you know, take this guy in and get his identity back. And then yeah. that's it. He's done. And then that, yeah. Dead. Yeah. I, it made me... It's interesting. I watching The Godfather. That one was fucking just brutal to watch. I didn't feel that way about this movie. There were a couple of deaths that really. So Martin Sheen's death bothered me. Leo's death bothered me. Um, and then I was really hoping, like when Leo and uh, Damon got in the elevators, I was just hopeful that Damon would get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would just wanted some justice. Hundred percent, the most satisfying death is his. So I was. Like, after the elevator, because he did say, so Costigan was saying, where's, what's his name? What was Wahlberg's character's name? Uh, Dingham. He's like, where is he? I told you to bring him. So at the end of all of that, I'm like, where the fuck is Wahlberg? And then, of course, He's he shows up at the end. But shows he figured up at the it end. out, yeah. Yeah. Two weeks paid leave. That's right. <laughs> Look what he did with his time off. Yeah. <laughs> He's smart. He's real smart. Yeah, I was, I, that was good. I did. Was Damon's walking in down the hallway and he goes to pet the dog and yeah. the lady, like I don't tr- like nobody likes him. Nobody likes him. Yeah. He's all alone because he's a fucking liar. He's gross. You can he's tell. Gross. You can tell that he's just not a genuine person. I just don't know that I'd ever seen him play a gross person before. No. Yeah. Even in the talented Mr. Ripley, obviously he's not a good guy. But he's but, but he's, he's so charismatic and sympathetic. Yeah. yeah I'm you not. Don't, you but don't he wasn't feel... sympathetic at all. No. In this. Which is why again I think that. That was great. It was 100% intentional and it worked. Yeah. So so what's the lesson? Uh, everybody's a rat? Everybody lies? Um, well, everybody does lie. Keep a level playing field. Yeah, that's definitely... I don't know that it's a lesson, but it's a fact. Keep a level playing field? What that's what she it? had said. He, he asked her if she lies. Because he said, what would happen if we were having this coffee together and, and she said, I'd lie. he showed up? She said she would lie. Huh. I think it's uh, Leo's kid. I think Damon. I don't think there's a kid there. She did. You think she made that up? I, I 
Yeah. Oh, she's just too skinny. Yeah, she's way too skinny. She wasn't showing. No. It's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. The phones. The phones I in know. this movie. They don't age well. So doesn't age well. Uh, it, was, it was fun to look at them when the phone was ringing and it was uh, Sullivan calling from Sheen's phone and it's like got the little stars like on the yeah. screen. I was just like, oh yeah, this is terrible. Not I remember. Terrible. I remember the tiny phones. Leo, because Leo had a little sil- silver phone and a little red phone and I had a little red phone that I just loved to pieces. I probably still have it in a drawer somewhere. Um, yeah, those were the days. Phones are not tiny anymore. No. Microprocessors. Everybody's got their own little microprocessor. Yeah, it's true. Whatever happened to them? They're with the Chinese. They're not with the Chinese. That's the thing. I don't know what happened to them. Koreans? I don't know. Maybe. Can can I just say also, uh, the cousin, cousin, was it Cousin Eddie? Uh, His cousin. cousin. Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) The guy who was doing, he was doing like the little small time deals with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to his house and he gives pictures from his mom to her and yeah, yeah. Yeah. When they're driving along and he's talking and he's just like, Fucking Puerto Ricans. They think they're so smart. <laughs> if they're so smart, they wouldn't be Puerto Rican. <laughs> there is something about that line that I just fucking love. Not because I think anything poorly. I think, I'm pretty sure that dude is like part Puerto Rican. Um, but it's just so stupid <laughs> that I think it's great. <laughs> there are a lot of great lines in this. And a lot of them end up with mark Wahlberg, but i mean they do. yeah oh baldwin has oh, got some good ones oh yeah when he yeah. has that little mini tirade when he's like uh what was he talking to him about you know this you you want to drink you don't drink oh what are you one of those uh <laughs> those hippie motherfuckers or something <laughs> the whole thing that happens in like five seconds what when when leo orders the cranberry juice and the guy's like, like on your period my my wife or my daughter drinks this in a some something that is I was like yeah on your period it's like, a diuretic okay. Baldwin's getting all excited and happy about the Patriot Act. He's like, the Patriot Act! I love it! I fucking love it! That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, the, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm the guy who fucking works. You must be the other guy. Yeah. The French, man. He fucking offed himself. Wouldn't you? The I car was, was on like, fire. That's fucking hardcore, man. Well, the car was on fire. He'd already been shot once. Like, I get it. But that I was dude. like, oh, fuck. Oh, the one. Uh, so when when Cassian finds out that Frank is uh, an informant and he's talking to that one guy and he's trying to collect from this guy and this mm-hmm. guy was saying like, no, I'm not going to do anything because he's, right, he'll turn me over. He's the FBI. <laughs> and he starts losing his shit a little bit. And he shoots him in the leg. And the guy's just sitting there and he goes, I thought I'd go into shock. I'm not. <laughs> it fucking hurts. That was great. What's the song? Is it Flogging Molly? It's not Flogging Molly. Like, dun, 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 it's Dropkick. That's who it is. Yeah. They played Come on, lot. Leah. We saw them. <laughs> we saw them both. I, I get them know. confused. But I feel like that was the song they played at the end. And it was it's a great fucking well, song. Well, it opens, too. Yeah. I it, mean, that's one of the... So yes, the they opening, play it twice. Yeah. And they play a fuck ton of Patsy Cline for some reason. Because it's just... Man, say what you will about Scorsese and he, the fact that he doesn't know what women are. He fucking knows music. Uh, <laughs> with the, the scene where French... And uh, fucking uh, Jack Nicholson's character, Costello, they're sitting and it's kind of in the afternoon and his girlfriend's asleep on the couch or trying to sleep on the couch and they're talking about whether he should trust Cassidy or not. And it's Patsy Cline's playing and he's drinking a beer. He's just kind of like living his life and they're having this conversation. And what does he say about his wife? That she's reliable now? 
Because you get them. She got reliable. She got reliable because you, you see the moment of her him just killing her. Yeah, she got reliable. Fucking hell. So I'm assuming he killed her because she cheated on him or some bullshit like that. I mean, who knows? Also, <laughs> also she stole from him. I don't DiCaprio know. DiCaprio goes to Vera Farmiga's house and Madeline's house or whatever the fuck her name is. And he's like, you don't have any cats here. I like, I that. like that. And I was like, fuck you! As soon fuck as I, you! As soon as I heard... I, I really remember that. This is why me and that. Leo can't be a thing. Like, I didn't remember that at all, but as soon as he said it last night, I was like, oh, Leo's gonna shit a brick. <laughs> I was pissed. I was like, this is some bullshit. I'm thinking, because he shows up to the house at night, and I'm like, here comes the sex scene, here comes the sex scene, because I was just asking myself, "There's." I was just saying, there's not enough sex in this movie, and then he shows up, and I'm so excited, and then he says that, and I'm like, well, now I'm not in the mood. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Fuck you. you. Fuck you. Yeah. Damon's a cuck. That's that's all I can think after that scene. What? He's a cuck. He's a cuck. <sighs> Poor guy. Ah, uh, it's I enjoyed it. It's um not a movie like I I just am not interested in these kinds of movies. It's a good movie. There's great acting, there's great dialogue. It's just too long and I'm not an action violence kind of person i'm more of a horror and gore person i mean in sci-fi there was a little gore like you know no there was a lot of violence yeah i still didn't it didn't feel as violent to me as or i guess brutal as the godfather but um i think the thing with the godfather is that's about a family at its core it's about a family mm -hmm. um so you you love all of those characters in right. some way. And then you get to see them filled full of bullets. Exactly. Whereas rough. in the, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sonny's a bastard, but yeah. you still fucking love him. But it, here, you know, yeah, you, you should, I imagine most people do feel somewhat of an affinity for Costigan, but that's about it. So, you know. I just kept writing things like, Damn, if fucked up Leo isn't sexy as hell. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> just kidding. This is what I'm saying. Damon is a tra- like I, I Damon's an attractive man, but he just doesn't do it for me. Like I agree. Um, uh, the Bourne movies, I would say, would be his sexiest. But uh, yeah, still. <laughs> just Sheen. He just seemed like an annoyed dad the whole time. Like whenever he yeah, would you just like, stop when he it? Breaks up. How the hell am I not supposed to arrest you now? <laughs> <laughs> they make him get in the car, and they're, like, arguing. He just seemed like a sweet dad, and then, yeah, I'm just really sad when he died. And he, he, he was protecting him. Yeah. He yeah. told him, get exactly. out of here. I can't protect you if they find us. Just, uh, it hurts my heart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so long when I watch I don't have cable now, so it's not like if it comes on, I'm going to be like, oh, I like this scene. Because it sounds like you've rewatched it so many times, it's a, a big rewatchable for you. It is. It definitely is, but... Um, watching it again last night, that was the first time that I have watched it all the way through mm-hmm. in years. I mean, it's definitely been years since yeah, I've actually you're just catching turned it, it on, on the TV and, and, yeah, and yeah, actively watched yeah. it. Well, anything else that you want to talk about? Or <sighs> I mean, questions I guess, or thoughts that you have? No, I just, I, I, I just love it. I, like, I don't even the ridiculousness of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> The ridiculousness of, of, you know, not having a, like, a legitimate female character. Mm-hmm. Um, the ridiculousness of a lot of it. Not knowing what happened to the microprocesses. <laughs> All of it, I am willing to overlook because I just fucking love the movie as a mm-hmm. whole. He does an interesting, I mean, I haven't seen enough Scorsese movies, obviously. I don't even, I'm, You should. I, <laughs> I'm sure I've seen other Scorsese movies. I just can't well, think what Goodfellas they are. Well, Goodfellas is on the list, right? 
because you've yeah, never seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's on the list. And Goodfellas is one of my top ten. Like, it's fucking A. It's so good. Um, but you, you've seen, I don't know, you've seen some stuff, right? Um, I'm looking. He, he directed The Age of Innocence? I haven't seen that, but yeah. I want to. I want to. Um, well, Uncut Gems, looks like he's producing. Where are his director credits? He, yeah, I mean, he has a lot of production credits, for sure. Um, I would say my <laughs> Boardwalk Empire, he produced that whole series, too. I know, too. you like that, yeah. Oh, I love it so much. It, I mean, it marries many of my favorite things, which, of course, is the mob, particularly in that time, that time frame of uh, Lucky Luciano. And actually, Frank mm-hmm. Costello, you know Frank Costello's a real guy. I mean, not, like, this Frank Costello mm-hmm. is based mostly on Whitey Bulger, but... Actual Frank Costello was a contemporary of gotcha. Luciano and Lansky. Um, but also Steve Buscemi, Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Like, I just, oh my God. I haven't, I yeah, I haven't so seen much. it. I I have seen Bringing Out the Dead with Nick Cage. This is a directing <laughs> credit. Wait, hold on. I've seen The Gangs of New York. Yeah, so fucking, um, I, I hate Gangs of New York. I haven't York. seen The Aviator. Aviator's really good. I've seen Shutter Island. Shutter Island's amazing. I've seen The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, which is really good, but also I don't feel the need to rewatch because everybody's despicable. Casino, I haven't seen. Casino's good. Age of Innocence. I may have seen Cape Fear. Cape Fear is good. The De Niro, oh man, like no, that's good shit. Yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of and then it's just getting into the really old and, stuff. I haven't seen Raging Bull. And I, The Irishman, like I, I would recommend. <laughs> setting aside three hours of your life and and watching it um it's pretty awesome and okay so the irishman has two of your favorites <laughs> pacino and de niro oh yes i know you don't know the difference I, between them so i, I confuse the, the hell out of you i prefer pacino but yes i do get them confused especially now that they're old it's really hard to tell well they're de-aged in much of this film oh, if that helps that sounds weird it wasn't actually mm-hmm. i thought it would be but it really wasn't um but pacino is he's jimmy hoffa and he's great He's, he's absolutely great. And I think it's in part because he's playing a real person. Mm-hmm. So he toned it down a little. He it's didn't not bring like, uh... his typical like, ah! <laughs> uh, Yeah, who's good? Can you smell what Pacino is cooking? <laughs> God damn it, he's wild. Yeah, I, I, I guess just thanks for watching it. No, um, I, 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 it was good. I probably won't ever watch it all the way through again. But I did like, if I, if I was going to watch... If I'm going to watch a DiCaprio movie, it's probably going to be Romeo and Juliet. I don't know. <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah. This, I think, is a, a very, this is a very much a dividing line between yes. us. Yes. If you're tasked with watching a DiCaprio movie, you're pulling out either Romeo and Juliet or Titanic. <laughs> if I'm tasked yeah. with it, it's going to be like The, the Departed, Departed. <laughs> maybe Inception or Shutter Island. Yeah. Inception's good. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen, I don't, I think I saw it once and I didn't ever watch it again. Oh, it's, really? Those movies that are really hard to watch, it's probably how lots of people feel about Schindler's List. See, um, that's another one. Schindler's List is number three for me. That's a hard movie to watch. It is almost impossible and that's one of the reasons I love it. Because I feel like it's, there's, there's something very rewarding, I think, about watching a movie that puts you through the ringer. Mm-hmm. I think if it invokes all of the emotion um, and... If it makes you think, that's the biggest thing for me. If it makes you fucking think. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, I mean, yeah, was this movie, what are the lessons in this, in The Departed? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't trust anybody. Don't be a fucking rat. Do be a rat. Everybody's a rat. Everybody lies. Oh, uh. Don't get too big ahead. 
yeah, don't get cocky for sure. But the the line that he says at the beginning too, that um, I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Yes. I think that's certainly a big, if not lesson, theme at least. But obviously it's not a movie that you really need to keep thinking about, mm-hmm. but it it does it does put you through a lot. There's a lot of tension in there. Like yeah. there's and it's interesting. It takes an emotional toll. Yeah, um, and that's that's how I like my movies to be. Yeah, me personally. I'm, I'm more here for like the fun dumb shit. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Event Horizons of hey, the let's, world. Let's go easy on Event Horizon. I think it's a good show. Fucking Event Horizon. Hey people, this is Leah. Uh, The verdict is still out for me on who has more range, Matt or Leo, although I will say Leo is much sexier than Matt in this movie. Uh, At the end of the day, I'd fuck them both. So, whatevs. Anyway, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Um, We want to hear from you. Uh, Please find us on Twitter at MovieVirginsPod. And uh, you can also continue to listen uh, at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Podchaser. We'd love it if you would subscribe on your favorite listening platform. And on Apple Podcasts, if you do listen there, please submit it a review. We want to hear from you whether you loved it or hated it or whatever it is. One last thing. The music in this episode was written and performed by Melissa Powers.